to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Hello, all you bloomers. We are back with another exciting episode. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me, as always, is Alexa Hauser. Hello, every, all you people. How are you today? Our podcast is called Inner Bloom. Welcome. What just <laughs> happened? That's good. Good. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for the reiteration. And then, <laughs> then today we have a special guest. Michael is back. Yay. What's happening? Michael Boyle, resident astrologer. Resident astrologer. Like Don't get it twisted. Pod. Michael has corrected us. It is not astrologist. Wait, what did I have before? Astrologist. <laughs> you said astrologist back in the day, but I oh, would prefer. Okay. Is that I, I like feminine? Um, no, it's just different. I, I, just, I like I like a bit you astrologer. Like astrologer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It sounds you, like astrologer. Sorry. Did you know that a lot of actresses like to be called actors, not actresses? Yeah. Why? I did not know that one. Because they they don't I don't know because they just it they like to be called an actor because that's the term. But like an actress is like a feminine actor, but like they want to be called an actor. I don't know. I just heard this. So I'm just I'm just saying. I get it. I get the whole astrologist astrologer thing. And we shall call you this henceforth. Now. <laughs> henceforth, you shall be known. <laughs> that sounds like Siri on your phone. It does sound exactly. like Siri on my phone. Exactly. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make her say that and then send it to you. <laughs> can you custom can you custom you can. like yeah the, the it's an app yeah. you download? Yeah. Hell oh my god, yeah. that's cool. Hell yeah. So um, instead of saying calling Alexa, I'll say henceforth I shall thusly call Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Oh henceforth. no, I like you could just make her say stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know oh, if you can you say, say henceforth. Siri, but I say. we can change like um what she refers to me as. So she can refer to me instead of Ambrosia. She can refer to me as like bitch. goddess, wonderful, or okay, or bitch. Just wow, kidding. we went the no, other I way on like, that one. No, I meant it like girlfriend, like bitch, like cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I'm always like, whenever I get mad at the kids, I'm always like set a timer for three minutes, right? Because they're in timeout. And she's always like setting a timer for three minutes, right? <laughs> You're like, stop being happy. <laughs> so, but like if- This is serious. Like, <laughs> like literally I could imagine her being like setting the time for three minutes bitch and yeah. my kids are like what is happening like why is your watch calling you a bitch I just took yes. a DNA test and turns out I am 100% <laughs> that bitch <laughs> yo you know about Lizzo Michael oh my you know god I don't know her. but that was that was absolutely oh fantastic. then that know. actually so sounds behind. weird that's a song 
I just I went out to my husband. Test turns out I'm a hundred percent that that bitch. Even crap. You're gonna know it. You're gonna know it. It's the number one song in America. You'll know it. It's amazing. Oh shit. Yeah. That's awesome. I went out to my husband and said that. I was like, I want you to know what I just found out, and he was like, What? I just took a DNA test and he's like, get out of my face. And I was like, just stop right there. Just stop right there. (laughs) You know something like with all my like English students and stuff, all the jokes, like you remember like the whole like Ligma thing, like resurfaced, like the jokes you tell when you're like, yeah. No, Uh, you're going to have to explain. Okay. So you say to someone, hey, did you see Ligma earlier? And they're like, what's Ligma? And you say Ligma nuts. Exactly, right. Gross. So all my Boys English students, they've never heard it before. No, we have, no, we've have, we yeah. have like up dog or like what are sure. some other things? Why, what's up dog? Yeah, what's, yeah you got it. <laughs> you got it. But all that stuff. Anyway, my like, English students have never heard of that stuff. So I'm just like, oh, did, did you did you do, do the homework? They're like, yeah, it was really hard. I was like, how did you find the sigma? And they're like, what's sigma? And you can imagine the rest. You, you're that freaking, you're that person. How old are your students? Person. <laughs> They're adults. Good question. Oh, okay. 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 I literally, I'm I was like, what the I was like, fuck is happening in your class? Oh. I was like, you're the teacher that's teaching all these kids these things. No, 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 no. no. They're all. They're all adults. Okay, okay that's they good. all can that's handle good. this. Good. <laughs> Michael good. can go. So back. astrology, hey. <laughs> Does this go at all with Scorpios? No, we're not in Scorpio. What are not we? Yet. in? <sighs> we're we're in Libra. Season. Libra, baby. Uh, so also, first of all, so Virgo season. Uh, once again, want to apologize to the Virgos um, and. You know, Tammy Lip is the only one for sure I know has a Virgo has a Virgo son who Shit, is a, Tammy. a bloomer. Tammy, and we love you, girl. We did. D- Dana as well has, she said she has a, a cusp, but I don't know which side it's on. I don't know if it's in Libra or in Virgo, but sorry, Love guys. you, Dana. Thanks Dana. for helping me out on my social media stuff. P.S. Holler, holler. All right. Absolute champions. Uh, but we, we kind of fucked it on Virgo season. Also, I live with a Virgo son who was deeply disappointed. Uh, oh, but no. it, if you're not aware, we did we went on the, the Facebook group, the Inner Bloom, which, as I, I always give a shout out to the Inner Bloomers Facebook group, uh, get involved you know, in there because we did a live Virgo season. So if you want to know what the chat was, uh, head on. People liked it. Yeah, the I was jumped positive. on it. It was fun. I had a great time. Which yeah. is <laughs> so that's that's uh, all that matters, really. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, so Bur- Virgo season comes to an end on uh, the twenty third of September or thereabouts. Uh, by the way, anyone who <laughs> you got, you, I, I don't know if this if this video if you if you're still doing the YouTube thing, but that paintbrush is now my favorite character in the Inner Bloom saga. Painty, <laughs> I have a and paintbrush a and Ambrose has a feather. <laughs> I have a what giant have, paintbrush. Some incense. Ooh. There we go. Yeah. Beer, guys. <laughs> Rub it on your face. <laughs> this episode is going somewhere else into <laughs> We literally turn into middle schoolers when we get together. It's hilarious. We do. We should get I'm the one who brought the, the okay. like my joke. Anyway, so we've got <laughs> – Go for it. We've got – so – uh, fallen, fallen, fallen. <laughs> And it could be a stroke. Keep going. Well, Keep going. My- so, okay. <laughs> Keep going. Like, we haven't even started. Okay, but I'm officially starting now. So – okay. Libra sun. Okay, so the sun moves into Libra on the 23rd of September, which, as you may know, is an equinox. It's the equinox, so depending on which hemisphere you're in. You guys are in the northern hemisphere, so it's going to be the autumn equinox, end of summer, but uh, which I'm sure 
kind of like a sad time and everything. Uh, but for me down here in the Southern Hemisphere, it's the end of winter. Whoop, whoop. Uh, which, you know, if you are watching this, you'll notice I'm a little bit sunburned because uh, the sun came out a little bit early. So it was roasting this morning and I got this summer. So the equinox is a cool time because um, it's like the end of like the change of seasons and everything. Um, the sign Virgo is a mutable sign. And the reason we call it a mutable sign is because it's like at this changing point. So 23rd of September is officially is uh, the start of the new season. So good time. In the north, I reckon, good time to experience a bit of gratitude, I think. So rather than be like, oh, no, summer's over, you know, not that, that the whole thing about don't be sad that it's over, be grateful that it happened, that kind mm. of thing. That's so, nice. Right? Um, and down here in the south, we can, uh, I'm going to say a bit of hope, you know, because it's like, oh, we made it through the winter. We did it, you know. So actually there's gratitude there as well. So let's all just be grateful this time, I reckon. Yeah. So. Sun, you reckon? Uh, Where are you from? You reckon, huh? You told me you thought I was from South Africa. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know. Don't worry about anyway, it. it's a lovely place. It uh, is, yeah. I haven't actually been, but I will be going there next year. Pretty pumped. Uh, anyhow, so sun in Libra. So the sun being like literally the thing in our solar system, which is like the center, literally the center of the solar system. It's like literally what lights up the sky so wherever the sun is in whatever wherever the sun is transiting is going to have like a big effect on us so it's going to be from the 23rd of september to the 24th of october the sun is going to be in libra so what is libra about so libra is like the sign of other right so it's about like friends and socializing um, and i kind of like the idea that it's like the opportunity to have a reflection you know that whole thing about like everyone is like a reflection of everyone else and that's we're all right. here to kind of learn from each other i really feel like in libra season that's like when that kind of idea is like at its most potent because it's when we're getting like more of a focus on like our interactions with other people and our relationships and it's like through that that's like where the, the kind of growth is going to be happening like this mm. libra season so maybe you know if you've been a bit of a social hermit Wherever, whatever actually in particular because the tarot card that's associated with virgo is the hermit so coming out of that into libra season it's like okay i've done my antisocial bit and now i'm ready to get social in libra season is libra oh, i'm the sorry scales. the scales yeah like seeing everything their counterpart and okay just want to make sure okay yep, 100% that's the scale and i found a sorry i've got a cool fact to, to tell you after yeah well i was just going to say also alexa this ties in perfectly with like yesterday and like what we're learning together and all of that. What's that? Well, having the uncomfortable conversations with people oh, and coming yeah. out of our shells and yeah. Mm -hmm. indeed. Oh my God. Indeed. I had that. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. 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 Well, we were saying that the, like the theme of this like month or week is like uncomfortable conversations and yeah. And actually, and and like we've had a couple recently, and like it, it felt really bad. good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And I was remarking, we had one last night that I couldn't even believe I initiated or talked through because I would usually be the one that would be like, "No, I don't want to talk about this." Like, no. And I did it, and I was like, "Holy shit, who are you?" So yeah. And I was the one that was like, "No, just drop it, Alexa. Yeah. We don't need it that bad. It's fine." <laughs> so. Well, actually, do you know what? Mercury just went in right at the end of Virgo season. Mercury went into um, into Libra as well. So, like, oh. that's pretty cool. Mercury being like the conversation planet and things like that. Oh. That's a cool one as well. 
Interesting. Wow. Okay. Right. Okay, Mercury. Right. But the the balance thing is actually really really awesome. So the this the symbol, sorry for for Libra, is like a set of scales. And I read somewhere. I thought this was really cool, so I wanted to mention that uh, in ancient Rome. I don't like some writer who was there in ancient Rome said this. So I don't know. They, they just made up shit. But like he says that all right. the judges that they picked, like in Roman society, all had to be born during Libra season. That was ah. like a qualification. Because they're balanced and they right. see, but that's cool. I like that. Right. I like that. And I was like, whoa, how cool would that be if like we just ran society like that? Like it was like, all right, you know, instead of a job interview, they just looked at your natal chart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love so cool. that idea. I that saw, is so awesome. I saw something in the New York, I, I posted this, the New York Times wrote an article yesterday. Did you see that? That like all what therapists are having to learn astrology, um, tarot, and um, what was the other? Oh, and about psychedelics because so many of their clients are coming now and like straight up talking in this – like using that language with them mm-hmm. and talking about those experiences and they have they have to yeah. – it's part of psychology now in a way. You know, it's mm-hmm. part of people's lives. So We're changing the collective. That's what I said. I was like, we I did that. I love it. <laughs> We did that. Hello. (laughs) Hello, trailblazers. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not really because all this stuff like modern, certainly modern astrology and also modern like tarot as well comes from Jung. Like it's all Jungian psychology, like archetypes and stuff like that. That's like Jung like came up with that whole idea. Uh, Oh, Carl Jung. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. And it's all a completely valid way to look at psychology because it just opens like a conversation, you know, into Mm. your subconscious. And Mm -hmm. it's really awesome to hear that people can actually be like recognized for that stuff. But I really do like that idea. Like people who are, you know, 10 years ago would have been like, that's all nonsense. And now they're like, now I have to like, you know, look into it. And then they'll be like, oh, my God, actually, I'm glad I looked into it because it was really useful for me and all my clients. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like it just it illustrates um demand, like that the power it really is mm-hmm. in the people. And you can apply this to anything, like the, especially with like what you buy and the pro mm-hmm. like what you want to see. Like when you give your attention to that, like the companies will listen. And so it's the same thing. It's like when you're telling your therapist, like, this is what I'm experiencing, like they're gonna have to listen. It's so cool to see like the ripples, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Hundred percent. Yeah, just like can be said, like changing the collective, like from from below, mm-hmm. you know, changing the world, like from below, mm-hmm. right? Um, so speaking of collective, trying to steer back here, but like so Libra about like other and things like this. I think that the balance thing is really uh, a key thing in Libra. Um, Libra season, you'll see more people tend towards like harmony and balance rather than like disruption and things like that. So you'll see more people opting to compromise and to look for like fairness instead of like, mm-hmm. um, you know, being more aggressive or even, um, I don't know, selfish, whatever. There'll be less of that and more like compromise and just kind of like, it's a nice time. People are just generally more friendly, I think, during during Libra season. So is it like a good time to have tough conversations with people? It feels like a good time to have those conversations that may normally be combative because everybody's trying to look at each other's perspectives. Definitely think so. Uh, certainly now that Mercury and soon the sun's going to be out of uh out of virgo as well because we're talking about libra sorry i'm talking this because like right now it's still in uh, the sun's still in virgo as we're recording but yeah definitely virgo because it's quite a uh like a very quite perfectionist sign so mm-hmm. like with placements in virgo would be maybe people would take offense because you'd be trying to help but you'd be like pinpointing little things that might be quite 
I don't know, like hurtful, like the way that they received mm. like your comments, you know, mm. but Libra season, definitely a way better time to have those like conversations because it'll come across like a, uh, like softer or, you know, people will mm. hear it more in the way you intend it versus like quite critical. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely a good time. Awesome. Cool. Right. And actually the next one, it's even good to start it now because uh, after, after Libra is with Scorpio, which is like the time to like properly dive into like your shadow and stuff like that. So to like start having like, take it to a deeper level. So like really good time to start establishing that kind of uh, like habit, let's say of like mm -hmm. being familiar with like more difficult things. Cause then for the next, I don't know, month or a bit, and even Sagittarius as well um, to do with like exploration and stuff like that. So to answer your question, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Right. Um, so also because um, Libra is ruled by Venus as well. So she's obviously the goddess of like love and stuff. That's where the whole relationship um, aspect of that comes in. But she's also the goddess of like aesthetics <laughs> and art and beauty and all that kind of stuff. So a couple of things here. You'll maybe notice that during Libra season, people have like maybe more of a need for like praise and attention, you know, like from other people, like kind mm. of external validation. I definitely don't mean that in like a, a bad way, although, you know, it obviously in some cases it's a bit exaggerated, but I say like, don't be afraid to like give that out. You know what I mean? Like if you notice that like someone's looking nice or whatever, someone at your job, someone like whatever, <clears> just <throat> tell them. Dude, I've been feeling so inspired to do that recently. Like ever since I've been back from Burning Man, I felt this like lightness in my heart of like it feels so easy to give other people compliments and it feels like this is the gift like to give other people compliments like it actually makes me feel good because I'm like I every time I do it I, I'm like oh I'm lifting people up in it and I can feel how like before like a few weeks ago it was like I would look at someone and I'd be like oh I like their whatever and then I would go into a judgment thing or a separation thing about it like jealousy mm -hmm. or like like I don't want to give them that because I don't want them to, you know, it's it's an mm -hmm. insecurity thing. Um, and some for some reason when I came back from Burning Man, I was like something had switched and I was just like, no, like this feels so good to like push other people up and just sit, tell everyone that every chance I get. So I resonate mm -hmm. with that. I love that. Spot on, you know, because also it's one of those things where if we're looking in – like what I was saying about, you know, you see yourself and other people and things like that. You know, if you start telling everyone they're looking great, you're probably going to feel great as well because yeah. guess what? You're kind of telling yourself, you know, and they're more likely they'll like fire something back at you and you'll be like, actually, you're right. Like my hair is looking great or whatever. Thanks yeah. by the way, for that compliment earlier. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, the other thing is because like Libra is about balance and things like that, like you pointed out, Ambi, like I think that uh, Libra typically is associated with maybe a bit of indecision because mm -hmm. like you don't want it yes. to decide, you know what I mean? And you want things to be like perfectly balanced mm -hmm. all the time. Because like actually I'd never thought about this before, but um, I think like the word liberal might even like come from from like Libra as well. Mm. You know? So like, you know, like, politically people like wanting to be like okay like you know like kind of stay in the middle yeah. rather than like take a side you know what i mean like politically and things like that so i wonder if that's uh sorry i didn't think about that etymology before but anyway during libra season you might see like a bit of indecision from people um because of the balance so if you see people kind of like a bit to use a glasgow expression humming and hawing over like a decision <laughs> and just being like eh don't know don't know you know either you know if you know what's right like maybe Try and enable the person to like whatever whatever you think like they should be doing. You know, what I mean, if someone like has a what well, for them is a difficult call, maybe you can help them 
to like see that it's not it's not going to cause harm like by by going for it you know what i mean to like mm. try and talk up like the benefits of what they're doing um, and just in general just kind of like maybe just remember that it's libra season so we're probably all at it you know so just kind of like be reminded if you see people in the supermarket or whatever like can't decide and they're in your way just be like it's libra season you know like i'm seeing myself in that person i do it too and just kind of like a reminder to be a bit empathetic and show some love because of uh, venus she'll she'll be happy about that that's so nice of you, Michael. Right? <laughs> well, that's like a nice, a nice like a uh, note to a nice advice to give everybody. Just be patient with each other. Great. We're all nodding. We're all, all look so. We're all look so wise. Just sitting here nodding. Um, mm. But uh, definitely, what you just said is I'm trying to do because I realize that a lot of the time when we do these astrology things, I feel like I'm just waffling about planets and like aspects. So I'm like trying to be like more like direct and be like, here's some solid gold, like specific advice. Actionable advice. I like that. Exactly. I yeah, like that. Exactly. That's a good idea. I like that too. Did you come up with the idea? Uh, sure just because I was reflecting on like okay how can kind of how can I make this better because I'm still learning guys and there's yeah. like loads of times um when we do a thing and I'm like cool and then someone like astrologers I follow whatever they mention something that's coming up and I'm like oh damn I didn't even see that you know and I'm like mm. how, like how can I like include more stuff while also not making it just like an endless waffle session about like planets they're like impossible to like follow you know what yeah I mean? cool so it's great Thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, so that's like the sun. So those are going to be general tendencies that we'll all be getting. So the the new moon, um, there's going to be a new moon. And actually, Alexa, are you able to? I don't know if this is going to be like a video. This is another video. And then, how about for you guys as well? No, we got it. There we go. We got it. All right. That's lovely stuff. Come on. Why? Why? Why you no go? Why you no go? Why? How do Why I activate no this machine? There we go. Is that it? Yeah, that's the second one. That's a madhouse. The one before has got blue at the top and red at the bottom. No, 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 no. Blue at the top and red at the bottom. <laughs> so if you're listening audio-wise, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, well, the same day that this comes out, I'm going to post these charts in the the inner bloom facebook group so you can check them out as well and i'll write a little summary afterwards and also on the actual dates uh something else that virgo season taught me to be better at is get better at posting these like on the actual date that we're talking about so we can all be reminded uh it's not that one either alexa sorry i'm trying <laughs> sorry i i oh, blue at the top so and red at the bottom yep yeah. i clicked on number one I think Facebook Messenger sends like the number one after the actual picture. Oh, okay. Um, Should we on. just try to keep going without it? <laughs> Blue at the top this and is red terrible at the bottom. Reading. Blue at the top and is this old? Uh, no, that's current, but I think it's the one before that. So if you go to the right of that one, Blue at the top and red at the bottom. I found it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, so that's the that's the new moon. So I've got an absolutely solid gold narrative running from this new moon to the full moon. So like, talk about like practical advice. You're gonna absolutely love this. So should I write this down? Um, sure. Oh, that wasn't a solid yes, but okay, I'll take it. Keep. Going. <laughs> yes, you should write this down. Everyone, write start this taking fucking notes. down now, everybody. <laughs> take fucking pause, notes. Pause get your podcast. pens out. If you're pause the podcast, get a pen. 
take pull take your note car over and write this down. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so 28th of September, we're talking new moon in Libra. Right. But you're thinking, oh, that's cool, new moon, that's normal. Guess what, guys? It's not normal because this one is a super moon. Woo! Oh, shit. <laughs> so a supermoon is essentially when the moon is closer because its orbit is not exactly spherical or circular. So it's when the moon is a little bit closer to to the Earth than it is normally. And essentially, when it's a full moon, that's when you, it looks a little bit larger. Uh, but this is a new moon, so we're not actually going to see it anyway. But we are still going to feel its effects. So one way that supermoon, even when we can actually see it because it's a new moon, uh, that we can notice effect is like tides. If anyone lives near the sea or the ocean, whatever, you're probably going to notice on the 28th of September, the tides will be a little bit higher. Maybe the, the, I don't know, the water in general will be a little bit, a little bit mad. But if we look at it as like a, through like a esoteric kind of spiritual lens and water is like our emotions and stuff like that. So it's like actually a super mm. feminine element. <clears throat> Sorry. So it's like about your emotions, like your feelings, like intuition, like empathy, things like that. All these things come under water. So this new moon is going to be, um, a good time because I always say the new moon is like if you the idea of like a breath meditation from the new moon is like when the lungs are empty and then uh, from for the, the following two weeks as she becomes full is like the in breath and the full moon is like when the lungs are full etc so good time to work with that and uh, start focusing on intentions in particular to do with um, with with Libra, so about like other people in particular because of the supermoon influence on emotions and things like that, might be a good time to work on uh, how you feel towards other people and like empathy as well and also intuition. Obviously, big Ambrosia Matthews, big on that one. Uh, so so just like kind of tune into to your emotion and also your femininity. Um, on the new moon, it's a good time to check in with that. Can in, I ask in, a question? Yeah. Interrupt you really fast. Wonderful. Um, is there a specific time of the day that we should be doing this? Because sometimes I get like stressed out. Like I can't do it in the morning. I have to do it at night because sometimes I don't know why I feel like it's more magical at night. What, can you help me with this? Sure. So for like Newman and Fullman, I think yes. you can do it like the day before, the day of, or the day after. I think okay. that it's still kind of valid. Yeah. Excellent. Um, that's the kind of good thing about magic is it's like really is like your belief in it that makes it work. So if you're just like, no, it still works the day before and the day after, then guess what? It's going to work. So mm. great. I like that. Okay. Um, you can check like the exact time, like for where you are. If you look up like um, new moon 28th of September, then you'll be able to find like the exact time for where you are for like the exact moment when it's like the precise new moon, when it's like exactly zero. And um, you can look that up. And if you can like work at that time, then great. But like, don't worry about it. I think it'll work. Cool. Thank you. In any case, so so again, like a new and a strong need for balance and harmony. Um, so like yeah, so start working on things about that, like balancing how you balance with other people. Could even be like your emotional reactions to other people. Um, mm. Boundaries also, especially because of the intuition. And uh, I was speaking to someone the other day, um, Ambi, about like someone who works with you for uh, like uh, <laughs> is is psychic coach. Is that is that the the real intuitive the real coaching? Yeah. Wonderful. That's that's way better than what I said. So like working on that and about essentially like for from my perspective, I reckon that like having a really strong intuition or like, you know, mediumship abilities is essentially having like problems with boundaries. Like that's kind of one yeah. one way to look at it. and you really have to like work on establishing that, right? Yeah. Someone I know. Uh yeah, it's Priscilla. Oh, I love Priscilla. Hey girl. Oh, Priscilla's the best. 
Well, legend. Um, so yeah, so we were talking about that, and so yeah, essentially, this new moon uh, is a good time to think about that, about how like your boundaries with other people like work out in your intuition, things like that. Yeah. Um, and also, this actually, if you look at this chart here, so at the top we've got like the the moon and the sun; they're exactly conjunct, five degrees and twenty minutes Libra. Um, so they're exactly conjunct, but they're actually pretty free from uh, from other things. The planets around them aren't close enough to be conjunct, so they're kind of um, kind of a kind of a loose one really this this new moon which is like really great so it's a good time to like take a breather and like i said like it's the exhale and you know in these meditations a lot of the time it's like to kind of focus on that point where the lungs are like exactly empty mm-hmm. and like when they're exactly full so because there's a kind of stillness there which i think like 28th of september is going to be a really good time to try and inhabit that stillness and kind of like really meditate and and like really tune in with like your feeling nature and things like that. But there is one thing that at the bottom, we've got this guy, He's uh, looks like a, a letter K with a circle at the bottom, or even let's say a key. That's actually the asteroid Chiron down there, which I think we spoke about before. It's like the archetype of the wounded healer. Yeah. Which is a super cool archetype. Um, so having him opposite the, the new moon is the only, it's like the only real aspect there that, that's really there at all. So I'm going to say that um, having... Chiron, which is like about this wound and everything, have him opposite the new moon is going to make things a little bit awkward and things like this. Um, But it could be like making you look, maybe the wound is about how you express your emotional needs. Like maybe if, maybe check in with, maybe when you express, um, well, your emotional needs, like how you really feel about something and what you need from another person. Mm. It could be that you feel guilty after you've done it. Maybe you like really like open up about something and then you're like, okay, sorry, sorry. That was like loads to like drop on you and things like that. Then maybe if that's like, uh, maybe that's an example of like a, a way that that wound could be coming up for you, then maybe check in with that and see and see what it is. But in general, I think that this like point of stillness like to really take a breather again, 28th of September, it's a good time to take uh, take the opportunity to like look at what your wound is because you've got this like moment of stillness which you can get um, a nice bit of clarity through the intuition that I mentioned before. So, pretty cool day. I thought you were going to say something there, Alexa. No, I was just looking at Ambie and she was looking at me and we were sharing an exchange silently, telepathically. We were because this is something we talked about earlier. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. That's pure, pure validating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that's the new moon. Okay. So then the full moon is the next one. And this one is abs- absolutely mad. This is the one that's got all those colors. Yeah. This, this one? one. Yeah. Nice. So this pretty much. Full every- moon? Yeah. That's the it full moon. It looks like a this- dragonfly. Oh, it does oh, look like a dragonfly. It like absolutely body does. Yeah. That's cool. Oh like my it. God. That's amazing. Okay. It just blew Michael's mind. <laughs> really did <laughs> all over the place okay so this like new moon uh from the 28th of september leads up to this uh thing we've got here which is on the 13th of october which is a full moon in aries right so we've got the the sun uh on the like the right hand side there is in green mm-hmm. at 20 degrees libra and then the moon is like on the left also in green at 20 degrees aries cool so a full moon is when you've got the lungs are like full. It's like when the moon is like her most powerful. She's at full strength. And um, so, okay, there's loads going on this day. And um, I'm really proud of the narrative. I, I like spun through it. So great stuff. Okay, so the other thing <laughs> the other thing at the top here that we've got in green, we've got our two favorites. We've got Pluto and Saturn. Okay, so we have... <laughs> 
boo. You need to get like one of those like sound boards. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So these two high performance coaches, as you said, Alexa, and I stole your phrase. Um, both of these guys are involved in, and there's loads going on, so it's kind of hard to see, but we've got one of our favorites, a T-square. So can you see there's like a red line that goes in between the sun and the moon that I spoke about? So like on the yes. left and on the yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. So there's like, they're actually in a right angle triangle because going up, in all the green planets, there's kind of like red lines that make like mm-hmm. a right angle triangle. Can you see those? Yeah. Okay. So we've got this like full moon, which is like at full strength. And then we've got this T-square, which is like usually quite a, a difficult, stressful like aspect going on. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show us how it's like super useful. So um, let's say that this like full moon, which like obviously is when the, the moon is like it's basically like a second sun, like in the sky. So I'm going to say that shadow work, which is the key thing here, we've got Pluto is exactly 20 degrees. So this is like an exact T-square. So I'm going to say that the full moon is going to be shining a light on our shadow, right? So like I said before, that on the 28th of September, the new moon, uh, it's an opportunity to like have a look and see like what your wound is like around other people and around things like intuition and things. So then we get to the full moon here. So we've been working with the moon about like, uh, you know, our like balance and harmony, especially with other people and like finding our place. Then at the full moon, 13th of October, the moon herself is going to be shining a light like on the shadows so we can like really like see what is going on. So, and also because that the moon is going to be full in Aries, which is uh, like a really confident and like powerful sign. And also like Aries is the literal like God of war. So it's like about action and things like this. So it's like this warrior archetype. So like, you've like spent these two weeks like really being uh, like, you know, having a proper look at your shadow and about whatever wound it is that you're like being tasked with turning into a gift. And then the full moon comes and it's like ready for you to like properly act on it and even like slay a dragon, you know, like if necessary mm. for not a dragonfly, a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, dragonflies are cool. Yeah. Um, so pretty cool. Pretty cool so far, right? Yeah. yeah. Dig it. Right great one like proper awesome like moon cycle so the next thing we're going to talk about is these three planets that are in pink uh, actually one of them is not a planet but on the left we've got neptune uh, kind of looks like a trident at the top right we've got mercury which uh, is definitely a planet and at the bottom we've got the the node the north node down there okay so just to quickly review these guys so on the left neptune neptune is a planet which tends to deal with things like art and mysticism as well as like dreams and like clairvoyance and things like that. Because Neptune is kind of the the kind of god of god of the sea, but in astrology it's more likely to be the god of like the subconscious or like things that are beyond the veil and like blurring of like like uh wants things to be like round and spherical rather than like straight lines and like easily divided, you know, like mm. oh like at what point is the river the sea, you know, it's all one, right. you know, that kind of thing. Um, so then at the top right, we've got Mercury, which is how you deal with uh, information and how you deal with uh, like exchanges of information. So like, you know, conversations and all that kind of fun stuff, uh, like learning, all that kind of stuff. And at the bottom, we've got um, the North Node, which is about like your, like where you're going to end this life. So it's got a lot to do with like your future life, but it's kind of where we're like moving towards uh you know in this lifetime because that's where the bridge is so about like larger like development um and like kind of like life path and all that kind of stuff so these three pink guys can you see it's kind of hard to see as i say but there's blue lines that connect them all into like an equilateral triangle 
Yes. That is cool. Cool. So that equilateral triangle, it's fucking cool, is actually what we call a grand train in astrology. So trains by themselves are like talents. So like things that can, doors that open for you are like stuff that kind of falls in your lap. Right? Hello, Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, this is a good time. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, also, so, can I just say really quick yeah, that I think it's super interesting that this is all taking place within like the first month of our coaching program, Alexa. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. shit. It's going to be some oh. deep like healing for, going yeah, on. Yeah, for us and for our coaching people participants or coaches coaches <laughs> it's a new type of cheese coaches <laughs> it's like that was a song by audio but... slave is it coaches so didn't know coaches. i don't know how to pronounce it but anyway go on uh, we all have different cultural references <laughs> yeah no i like audio slave that Let's song like a stone right oh yeah belter yeah i know him okay Right. Uh, okay. So, the so grand this, uh, trine, the grand trine. Right. So a grand trine. So trines are always like opportunities, or but they're more like talents. Let's say in a natal chart. So um, things that are going to be like coming easily to us. So we've got a grand trine though, which is like means we've got a planet in each of the water signs in this case, and they're all trining each other, which indicates a huge amount of opportunity mm-hmm. or emphasis, um, and you know would be kind of like talent, like. Ease, let's say, in the area of water, which we already mentioned was about things uh, like you know your emotions and intuition, like femininity, all that kind of stuff, like understanding other people. So there's like to go back to the new moon on the 28th of September when we said um because we got the super moon, so the moon is closer to us than normal. So you're going to hear like a stronger influence on on like water, both like literally and esoterically. And then like building up in the next two weeks up to the full moon, we've got this grand trine smack dab on the full moon, which is like a grand trine in the area of water, which is obviously like really heavily linked to the moon. So like really awesome time for, we've got Mercury in Scorpio. So Mercury like processing information like at a deeper level. Um, and which is what I hinted at earlier when Ambi asked about uh, having like difficult conversations and things like that. Having Mercury in Scorpio is going to really help us to understand anything that's like really even taboo or even like difficult to deal with. You know what I mean? Mm. Things that like you wouldn't normally touch. Um, but this full moon is like bang. And it's like, like I said, shining a light on the shadow. Um, and Scorpio is like the sign of shadow. It's ruled by Pluto. So it's got a lot to do with that. So like that's where our heads are all going to be. It's going to be in Scorpio, just like like as the light switched on, we're like in that room, just being like, oh my God, look at all this like shadow mm-hmm. to do. And just like, Does, it's going to be easier to process. Is that going to be, I like sense that ha- that has something to do with the collective, like the collective I don't know if you want to call it awakening or just like understanding or like there's going to be big movement there. I, I don't know. But like when you're describing this, I like see it really relating to like the the larger scale, especially like how things play out there. 100%. I really think so. First of all, that these uh, aspects and everything are going to be affecting all of us like this. Uh, right. But also that we've got the thing in Libra, which is about other as well. And Scorpio, the whole thing that's going on with uh, Pluto and Saturn hit the hit the boo button uh, <laughs> it's like a conjunction that only happens i think it's like every 30 years or so that they come into conjunction so it's like once wow. in a kind of generation kind of thing i could be wrong but i think that's right um that 
yeah, so that's that's happening like for us now, you know, and the fact that this is happening like on a full moon, there's this T-square like exact with Pluto. It's like a huge deal. Everything that's, that's a really re- cool. Huge deal, right? What a good time to have a coaching program start. Really awesome. <laughs> Nailed it. Just tuned my own heart. Nailed it. Okay. Wow, it's like you're psychic or something, Ambi. I know, right? Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so so yeah being like shown like being in the room when the light gets turned on and being able to like understand this like level of depth in a way that we don't always that we aren't always able to do so and then at the left hand side so like neptune is going to make it easier to like see the wider implications like uh like kind of blurring or like a help in a helpful way like blurring of boundaries about well like between self and the collective kind of what you were saying earlier on alexa so um and then at the bottom like kind of this having this apply to like the oh actually can't believe I didn't like click this earlier, but the North Node like being about like where like we're progressing to, you know, that has obviously like fuckloads to do with the whole collective thing, like the evolution yes. of our planet and our species. That's awesome. Really cool. cool. So if you thought that was all that's going on at this full moon, you were wrong. We're about halfway through. So. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> so, okay. The next thing we're going to talk about right now is um, it's not just uh, – actually, this is a little bit cheeky what I'm about to say. Oh, no, they're still in the same picture. Oh, um, okay. We're not even done with, we're not even done with that picture. I'm oh, okay. So, oh, okay. So I'm going to say something here that's a little bit cheeky, actually. Okay, so other, so if you look at the degrees of like Pluto and uh, Saturn, there are the top, they're like green and red, those guys. So they're a little bit far apart. They're like six degrees apart. So they're not actually conjunct. But the narrative, like I said, that I'm going to like weave through all this stuff is too good to like throw away just because of that. And also the, the other guys are moving so fast that they're going to be like, training or squaring or whatever sex tiling they're about so any other astrologers who are like this guy doesn't know his shit first of all you're right and second second of all like let's just roll with it and see what happens so there's sometimes a grand trine is like a really good opportunity but sometimes it's something that's like so easy that it's kind of like people aren't able to like properly tap into it because it's mm. people who have like a grand trinatal chart in their natal chart, sorry. Sometimes they can't really use that talent because it's like something that seems obvious to them. But there's something that's even better than a grand trine. And guess what? We've got one on this full moon. So this actually is kind of what we said about the the, the dragonfly thing. There's actually, it's what we call a kite in astrology. So mm. if we can look at this grand trine, these pink guys, um, there's like this equilateral triangle. But then... Uh, pointing up to like plat- uh, <laughs> damn I knew it was going to happen Pluto and Saturn there's what we call a kite can you see that there's like just at the, the top half it's like the top of a kite like you'd fly in the wind like yeah. the spine of the kite I is see like, like the a whole kite top. right yeah. so that's even better than a grand trine because actually ironically it's better because of the the challenge which is inherent in that which is like this opposition which is these red um, the ones I've colored in red so we've got Pluto and Saturn at the top and they're opposite the north node so the challenge that's inherent in that opposition is going to kind of like present the the friction or whatever that we have to push against to unlock the talent and the, and the potential in the grand trine right so um it's like, for me, this is kind of funny because we've been like shitting all over like uh, Pluto and Saturn. And by the way, they're both finally at retrograde. So they're both like sober, as I said, in the, the Virgo live stream. That's nice. Right. right? So they're, they're actually kind of like moving into a phase where they're being more obviously like useful or helpful for us. Because they've been teaching us these like tough lessons, but in ways that 
you know, like for me, man, this year has been like really tough. Like there's been so much stuff in my way, you know, and I've come out as stronger. I'm sure you guys have as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But it's also like, yeah. yeah. No, that's all I was going to say literally was it's just, woof. that was all all I got. (laughs) But I'm like from speaking to people and stuff in, in the Facebook group and just like to, you know, just my friends or whatever that, you know, don't even know I'm a, astrologer you don't uh, know you're astrologer uh, i don't know sometimes because it's kind of like i don't know it just doesn't if it doesn't come up in conversation but yeah, you know it usually yeah. does because you know kind of obsessed yeah. at this point <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh, you know it's just been a tough year for us all around you know but in this case especially this full moon which is all about like shining a light on your shadow and like unlocking things um actually pluto and saturn they're they're both and I think it's kind of like a nice symbol where they're both finally going direct. And actually, they're the spine that's going to unlock this um, this, this whole, uh, you know, the, the potential. That's what I'm looking for here. So I'm going to I'm gonna summarize all this like when I'm done, by the way. I know I was like, I'm going to make it really simple. And then I like <laughs> continue to just like waffle all over the place. Um, so the last thing here is the fact that this, there's like a real key here. And that's the last thing, the, the colored teal. Hello. I learned something. Hello. A color teal on this. Um, that's the one that's like turquoise, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, we've got on the left, we've got Chiron again, which is the wounded healer asteroid. And he's opposite the Mars on the right. So Mars is the planet of action and he's opposite this Chiron thing. So this being like a little bit awkward is like another reason why it'll be able to unlock like the action and be able to like step in and do something about this. And it doubles down because Mars is the ruling planet of Aries, which is where the full moon is happening. Ooh, I like it. So that was loads of info. So I've got, I'm going to like break it down. This like new moon and full moon thing. I'm going to like summarize it right here, like the key points. So, okay. I should have said, I should (laughs) have, this is where you should pull over your car and like write it down. (laughs) (laughs) like that undecipherable thing we just did so the new moon on the 28th of september for me if you're working with the moon i would ask her to i would ask to have your eyes opened like to your wounds and whatever that is which is never like a hard thing to see especially when it's in your own like subconscious or whatever so uh, i would uh, invite you to be brave and honest with yourself and have that bravery to to like be as honest with yourself as you really need to be to like really look inside yourself and see like what the wound is and what like mm. that shadow work is that you're going to be called to do. So it's almost like building up to that, like Aries warrior, like full moon. Um, and then, so like, because of the, the Superman to like be in touch with water, like intuition and things like that. So the moon is all about that. So all that's um, on the 28th of September. So ask like over the next two weeks, as you see the moon, like growing in size in the sky, then ask to to become more and more aware of like the work on yourself that needs to be done. And then bang, 13th of October, we've got the full moon. So like that wound <clears throat> itself, like which you'll kind of be more familiar with, is what's going to unlock this grand trine. So all mm. the like the introspection that I, you know, I definitely invite you to do from the 28th of September up to this full moon on the 13th of October. Uh, so like you're going to be like aware of that so that when the, the full moon actually happens, then you'll be able to like actually do something about it and like step into action to kind of fix it. Mm-hmm. And also to ask the moon to help you to like heal that wound. And um, I'd always say that when the moon uh, starts waning is a good time to ask her to kind of like take things away from you. So kind of like put whatever it is that you need to heal, uh, put it on the moon 
and you know kind of like when you can see her uh, waning and kind of growing smaller in the sky then also that's like your pain or trauma whatever it is you're working with is going to get smaller as well and kind of I love that. that I love that too I think that's, that's a awesome idea. like I've heard people say do that for Gaia like have have the planet take take her wound but I mm-hmm. feel like she's got enough going on <laughs> you know what I mean like can we just sure. give her a break for a second like <laughs> She's got her yeah, own well, shit she's dealing with today. <laughs> well, that's the whole thing. Like that's is basically what Alexa was talking about. Like the whole collective thing is like, yeah. that's, that's the whole point. You know, we've got to get to a point where we're not like, you know, too much of a burden on, on our planet because like you say, she's got like a, you know, we're not the only species here. Right. Definitely. Cool. So that's pretty cool. Like new moon, new moon, full moon cycle thing. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? The way I said it. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Thank you. Really like Wonderful. it. Okay, so the other thing I want to talk about is what Venus is up to, because Venus is the ruling planet of uh, of Libra. So we'll have a quick look at like what she's up to. So the next one, number three, which is yes, that one. Um, so so essentially, Venus moves into Libra on the fourteenth of September. Um, and so like Venus is the planet of relationships. So it's like really similar to the themes that come out under Libra as well. So I suggest that when Venus is in Libra, it's going to be a time where we're going to avoid drama, like in particular okay. in our relationships, like what date is friendships. This? so she moves into Libra on the 14th of September. Excellent. Oh, well, fuck. Okay, good. So yeah, like she, she's, she's already, in already there, recording. So. Great. It's yeah. already happening currently. <laughs> and it and makes sense. Go ahead. Continue. No, totally. Like exactly what you were saying before. What did you say? What did, what did we say? What? Huh? Huh? Exactly what <laughs> you were saying before. Alexa, I think. What was I okay. saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? Why is everyone quiet? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is 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 Ambi is Ambi switched on? Yeah, yeah, she's there. Was my face just frozen? I didn't mean for it to be. This is my surprise face. What's what? <laughs> what? So Ambi, so you were saying like when when did she move into Libra? And I said fourteenth of September, and you were like, sounded a little bit disappointed if I'm honest. You because because it's already oh, been, it's already happened, it's already, already happened. there, and she it's wanted done. an opportunity to avoid drama in her relationships, but she has not. Ah, but she's still there. She's going to be there till the 8th of October. Yeah, but I'm already in the drama. So. Oh, really? Well, just drop it. Okay. Right, but even even better than drop it, you can let's let's like work with uh work with the influence here. So like work mm-hmm. with a way to like find a compromise and to f- like find that balance and have uh I don't know like a, the conversation or whatever and find the, you know, and approach it with a <laughs> You don't know what? my life, Michael. This is, uh, <laughs> this is all this is what, stuff we talked about this morning. Keep going, Michael. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Keep going. I'm listening. Well, like psychologists like learning this, this message. Stuff. Go ahead. Right, but but that's the whole thing, like right. too. And also that Mercury is in Libra as well. So like being able to like, I don't know, let's say understand like the the position of like some of the other person, you know, and being able to like empathize with them and things like that. You're all about that empathy, but you know, being able to like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, being able to like work, work that, you know, essentially that like 
harmony, balance, and compromise. Those are your things with Libra. And because uh, Venus is already in there with with her best friend Mercury, uh, they're already they're already doing that. They're already trying to find that compromise and that balance and that harmony. So uh, get get involved, mate. Okay. Deep breath. I got this. Everybody pray for me. Keep going. <laughs> Fucking right, you got this. Um, so actually, uh, in a couple of days from where we're recording just now, on the 21st, so that's what this picture is, the 21st until the 29th of September, there's going to be a T-square that's going on between uh, Venus on the left and silver. <laughs> Are you okay? It just sounded like a golf term. There's going to be a T-square. It was just <laughs> funny. It was just a good time. Okay. It's going to be a Liberty Square, uh, three under par. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. Uh, it's really obvious. I don't know shit about golf. Uh, anyway, so there's this T Square going on um, on silver here. So we've got um, Venus is conjunct the moon on from this exact day, uh, which I believe is the last day of this T-square I took this screenshot from because it was clearest. So Venus uh, T-squaring between the opposition of the North Node, which is at the top right, and Saturn at the bottom left. So what the hell does that mean? So we already <laughs> had this before with, with um, the North Node being opposite Saturn and Pluto, right? And kind of like causing this like whole... Uh, show that's been going on basically over the last like uh, the last several months essentially we've got like pluto and saturn pluto being about shadow work basically and saturn being about you know time to get serious being opposite like our north node or sorry the north node which is about like evolution like where we're all kind of like growing towards kind of like all these like big players kind of in opposition and conjunction has been causing mm -hmm. like it's been causing well the fuck show like I said, so that's, <laughs> that's a technical, technical astrological term. Um, I like that. Right? Okay, so let's... The Quite shit show. Oh, descriptive, shit show. and I enjoy it. Keep going. Correct. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say, this is the way I'm going to put it. So we've got the future self. Let's say the North Node is like our future self. Opposite, um, like this kind of tag team of boundaries and shadow right which is like the north node opposite saturn and pluto um and i'm going to say because we've got this t-square going from the 21st to the 29th of september and the t-square is pointing at venus i'm going to say that we're going to work through this future self versus boundaries and shadow we're going to be working that through other people hmm. right so i don't know ambi if there's like a thing going on maybe you can you can look at it that way and you've got, you know, that's something you can like look forward to and be like, okay, that starts in a couple of days, 21st of September. So the 29th and um, be like, okay, you know, like whatever, whatever's going on, like looking for balance and harmony, you can kind of like look at it as like, it's okay. It's for like my future self, you know, like I'm doing this shadow work like through other people. So I'm being shown, like I was saying at the beginning, like reflections and stuff like that. I'm being shown like where I need to grow. You know, and it's like if it That's you know so if it becomes true. like a, a compromise thing, be like, um, you know, I'm being shown that I need to, you know, uh, leave more room for compromise. You know, or you know what? <laughs> Not be such a okay. grumpy bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's the technical term. <laughs> technical terms all over the place. <laughs> um, so I don't know what what what, what do you think about that? <sighs> well. What do I think about it? I don't enjoy 
I do like setting future Ambi up for success. I will tell you that mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, sometimes I do that and it makes me very happy. Um, but the conversations, it just feels like goes back to like making a decision. And then it also goes back to having the tough conversations. And part mm-hmm. of me is like, well, maybe I should just wait until the 21st. What are your thoughts on that? I just love, I'm kidding. I need to do this now. It's all good. It all makes sense. Thank you. Well, you can hold off for you can hold off for a couple. Like I don't know, or have it now, or whatever. But it's, it can. I don't know. That that's up to you. Like that's the whole thing. No, you're in the driving seat of your own reality. You know. Yes, definitely. I am in you the know, driver's I'm, seat, and I'm about I'm, to make a U-turn. No, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I'm I, just I, trying to be funny. Who knows? <laughs> well, we both laughed. So thank you. Avoidance <laughs> is funny, right? <laughs> I do it all the time. It's my favorite joke. <laughs> um, but <sighs> okay. no, it, like honestly, entirely up to you, you know. And obviously, that implies um, both, like you know, a sense of like, well, I don't have to do it now. I can do it my own timing because, like, divine timing is my timing because, like, mm. I'm I'm like the goddess. But also, it does imply a sense of a responsibility, which is like the Saturn aspect of this whole thing, where it's like, okay, like you do have to get real at some point. You know, you can't just like avoid this forever. And that's kind of what we've been like, you know, being put through by Pluto and Saturn, like pretty much all this year since we started um, like doing these, these like forecasts and stuff. That's been the theme about like, well, you know, if you think you've got your shit together and you think you're on the right track, well, we're about to find out, aren't we? Yeah. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I was apparently not on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question or not really a question, but an idea that just came to my head. You should do like monthly updates for people based on their needle chart. Well, you can totally do that. So definitely the the way. The, sorry, no, but I'm the, saying the, like the you should do that. Do you do that for people? Sure. Yeah. Those those are like transit readings. So looking oh. at so this is like a general forecast for like everybody. So all these these aspects uh, and placements and stuff are going to be affecting us all all the way through Libra season. But how they fall specifically in someone's natal chart is also super significant. So for example, That's like cool. the full moon, if the moon is like in your tenth house it's going to be a really cool thing to like look at that and be like, okay, so like 10th house is about career. So it's kind of, or you can like, it's Mm. one of the things you can take. So it's like, bang, like all this action and all this like um, development work and everything, like bang, like focus on career, you know, good, good time to look at that. But yeah, man, like you can, you can do that for, for anyone's natal chart. That's cool. Does anybody else see the screen right now? Are we supposed to? Yeah, that's why I laughed Sorry. I just want to make sure everything was okay. Okay. And the paintbrush is back. So is <laughs> yeah, back. it is. Is I love back. the. Is the paintbrush got a name, by the way? No, that would be weird. My paintbrush. <laughs> <That's what it's laughs> called. Good. Good. Okay. I love it. Okay. So, um, but yeah, like I, I think that that's what we're all being taught. You know, like these difficult conversations, like you're saying. You know, maybe yeah. especially because of the Saturn involvement, uh, is about you know kind of accepting. You know. And kind of actively taking responsibility for the reality that we're all living and creating at the same time. So, okay, so the the two more. So the next thing is number four. Number four. What's What's behind door number four? Is this this what's supposed to be behind door number four? 100% nailed it. Yes. All right. What's the green? Uh, What's the green? Show me the green. Okay, Show so me we've... <laughs> money. Is it about money? Okay. 
Ooh. Uh, you can pick yep. anything about money. Sure. Oh, that's true. Let's all get rich. Um, <laughs> so, uh, actually, no, for real, though, let's all get rich. Like, yeah, you know, let's, no, let's. let's change the world and, you know, have the means to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't actually, I don't actually want to be rich. I just want to have, like, a high enough income that I can, like, spend on other people. And I think rich, I think rich has a really negative connotation with it. Hmm. I think we what we all want is to be – because when I think about money, I'm like, well, what do I really want? Like I just want to be able to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. And that's not wrong. And money Mm -hmm. is what affords that. So whatever amount of money – I once heard someone, I forget who it was, say abundance doesn't mean you have a lot of money. Abundance means that you can do – oh, it's Bashar. Abundance means you can do whatever Mm -hmm. it is that you want to do when you want to do it. Mm, because that's that. what money allows anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not yeah. – you don't want money so that you can have the money. You want money sure. so that you can have the freedom or do the thing or experience the whatever, right? right? So it's like there's a lot of ways for that to happen with not necessarily with money. However, it would mm-hmm. be great just to have enough money to feel that freedom and that room to create and explore. Yeah. Solid gold. Yeah. I also think security as well. Hmm. Right. To know but I, I secure. But I actually think that comes from this is a whole different topic, but because money will come and go. Like your security is something you have to know. Like you have but to know it, your But if you know how to save money and if you know like how much money you have in the bank and you know, like if you're aware of what's happening, that creates a level of security. This is Mm. exactly why Leela, our money and business coach, who's doing a retreat Mm. with us, she gave me a tip that I've been employing and it makes so much sense to me. I've, to be fully transparent, I've never known how to save money. Like I've just never really done it. No one's actually stressed like this is how you do it or this is how much Mm -hmm. you do. I've never, I just, I know that's a stupid excuse, but I just have always been like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So she told me the other day, she's like, I was like, I'm ready to like get to this next level of abundance. She was like, okay. She's like, first thing you got to do, start saving 10% of every single thing you make. Put it in an account. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, but this isn't like your regular savings account. You're not ever going to touch this. Like never. And I'm like, Mm. well, what's it for then? She's like, it's literally your – I forget what she called it, but she she called it something – close to your divinity money, Mm. your Mm. light, your value as like a divine being money. And the reason for it was exactly what you just said, Ambie. It's like when you sit there and you see this amount going up and you know that you're never touching that, that is just the value of who you are. Like and you're watching it continue to go up, go up, go up over time. It develops this level of security within you because you're like, first of all, that's never being touched. Like mm-hmm. that, but that is secu- like it, it represents security, even though it's not for you to touch. It represents the value of you as a human, and the more I, I don't know, it just it made sense to me, and so I started doing it, and it's helping. Well, that's, that's good. That's my great. share. Great. That's great. Great, laddie. Great, laddie. Hen, hen. Um, hen. That's a weird thing we do in Glasgow. We say hen, hen? like henny, old. No, hen, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, a the, hen. like a female like a chicken? chicken. Yeah, like a hen. Yeah. So like a hen is like old people will say like to, to like people younger than them who are women, they'll say like hen. It's like, oh, thanks, hen. And then to like, you know, males who are younger than them, they'll say, thanks, son. That's a thing that we all do. Ah, oh, well, hen and hen. Do you ever see <laughs> that, that movie? Is that like ma'am? 
Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, Alexa. Keep but it's opposite because I think ma'am is for older people, right? Yeah, I get called ma'am a lot. Ma'am. Have yeah. you ever heard um, – have you ever seen that movie, So I Married an Ex-Murderer with mm-hmm. Michael Myers? Oh, I, yeah, I have actually, yeah. I love that movie so much. And in the movie, his family is Scottish. Yeah. So when he goes to visit his family, they're all like saying that like hen like and all that. <laughs> his 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 granny was was face Scotland, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? oh his real oh, granny. Wow. Yeah. In real, real life. Uh huh. I think so. Mike Myers. Because Shrek awesome. as well. Like he did Shrek oh, with his Scottish. Yeah, he did Shrek as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what? You guys both have really good memories because I have a great memory. Yeah. Do you you want to hear a quick story about Mike Myers? When I met Mike Fuck Myers. Yeah. You met when him? I, oh my god, cool. When I was like ele- this, when I was like 11 years old, I went to LA. It was my dream to move to LA. Maybe I was tw- no, I was 13 because it was right before my bat mitzvah, okay? So, I had been to LA once before. I fell in love with it and I decided I'm going to move here when I'm 18. And so, we went again right before I was turned 13 because my uncle, he I call him my uncle, he's not really my uncle, but he's a close family friend, was uh going to get me a gift of he got me this like really awesome private VIP like um, Universal Studios behind the scenes tour where we could go into like all the sets and do all this like really cool stuff. And um, anyway, I think it was like after that tour, we went to some restaurant somewhere, a really fancy restaurant in um, Beverly Hills. And we're sitting down and right when we sit down, Mike Myers walks in and the whole rest – and it was right when Austin Powers 3 was coming out. So he was like oh, a wow. big deal. Yeah. So everyone yeah. was like <gasps> – so he walked by and the whole restaurant watched him because he was like – you know, it was like his time. And, um, and I was like, oh my god. And so my uncle was like – he wanted to impress me because I've never really met a celebrity before that. He goes – you want to meet him? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, let's go meet him. And I'm like, huh? And like the thing is like in that town too, like that's not something you do. And in that restaurant, that wasn't something that would be cool to do. Like you don't like right. go up and interrupt someone's meal. And like – but for some reason, mm. I don't know if my uncle was like showboating or what. I mean he knows a lot of people in the industry, but whatever. So he said, come on. So he grabbed me and pulled me and Literally, as we're walking to Mike Myers' table, you could hear a fucking pin drop. Everyone oh. stopped and was just like, is this really happening? Are they actually doing this right now? Oh, my God. And we go up to the table and my uncle's like, Mr. Myers, I would like you to introduce you to a very good friend of mine. This is Alexa Hauser and she is 13 and she <laughs> whatever. And Mike Myers just like looking and then he just like he puts down his silverware and he just stands up and he goes – Alexa, it is very nice to meet you. <laughs> and then he looks at my uncle like, "Are you are you happy? Is this good? Are we done? Are we yeah. done? Can I get back to my room? Okay, <laughs> sits back down. And then he's like, "Okay." And then like we turn around and we just walk back, and everyone is like, <laughs> like laughing and like just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" It's, it's oh my god, it was that's just, crazy. It was just it was just funny. I mean, now, like, celebrity culture is just, like, whatever. Like, can I get a selfie type of thing? But back yeah. then, mm-hmm. it was just, like, you don't do that. And, like, so my uncle is – I don't know. It was just funny. Anyway. Anyway, he was nice to me. Apparently, he's a total asshole to a lot of people, but he was nice to me, so. Well, you're a kid. I hope he would be nice to yeah. you for Jesus' sake. Right? For Jesus' sakes. For, for Jesus. hen's sakes. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Let's get back to the task at hand. Okay. I can't follow that. Oh my god! Yes, you can. Yes, I can. 
Okay, so we're, so the green that we're talking about here is we've, that was a long tangent actually. I loved it. <laughs> uh, so essentially, so we've got uh, Venus. So when Venus is in is in Libra, this thing about like avoiding drama and relationships and compromise and all that like hilarious, super fun stuff. Um, so there is going to be something that's going on here, which I'm highlighting with this chart. So from the seventh of October till the seventeenth of October. Uh, Venus is going to be opposite Uranus. Obviously, nothing funny about <laughs> that. So <laughs> you can't even say Uranus because that's also like Uranus. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Uranus. so um, do you remember that Friends joke where Chandler was like, "Do you think there's a place called Sample?" And then when you when you get there, the road sign says like, "You're in Sample." No. You're in Sample. Good times. I don't remember that. That, that stuck in my head like that. Mike Myers stuck at things stuck yeah. in your head. Uh, <laughs> it is a real joke in France. Anyway, so uh, Uranus is all about kind of like individualism and about like innovation and all that kind of stuff. But it's hmm. so it's like where you combine those is like Uranus kind of wants to like write the new, like wants to rip up the rule book and write a new one. Uh, but it wants to kind of be recognized as like it wants to have his name on the front cover. Kind of thing. Mm. It wants to like save the world, but it also wants the credit for it. It's like and Tesla. It kind of, I, Ooh, I, was ex- I was absolutely going to say it. it's like Elon Musk, <laughs> you know, yeah. wants to like save the kids who yeah. are down the well by inventing some ridiculous like submarine thing, you know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which actually is how he lost his job at Tesla, I think, because of that. Anyway, but uh, so having like Venus opposite Uranus is maybe going to be marked by uh, challenges around like personal space and stuff like that about like boundaries and mm. and also about like being like in partnership with people and you know like friendships as well as relationships but also it kind of I'd suggest it's going to be uh, things are going to be brought up around like what it what it means to be an individual in those things like not being lost like in a partnership but also remaining part of like a couple or even like a friends group or something like that as well does that make sense yeah yeah i feel like that will apply to us in some strong way i was saying i was thinking that too in my brain (laughs) in my my brain (laughs) (laughs) do you you mean like the two of you like as like the inner bloomer well we've been Uh, talking we have planned a fight for october 13th yes we have planned a fight no we've been talking a lot about um our karma together and Mm -hmm. what's really important for us to do in this lifetime together and Mm -hmm. how it is very important for us to do things together. Yet Mm. it is also, I think, important for each of us to um, be individuals individuals and remain individuals, Mm -hmm. but, but have that balance because like, I think it would, it's easy for us to get on either side Mm -hmm. of that. To, remi- yeah. to, to to rely so much on the, the pairing or to say like, well, screw that. I'm just doing my own thing type of thing. So it's been mm-hmm. – we've been really focusing on like merging that. And I think we've been doing a really good job like the past month especially. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't doubt it. There was something that uh, one of you said early on. Um, I don't remember when you were, if it was you were talking – like I mean earlier in the year when you were talking to – it could have been Layla or it could have been uh, Jody or something else, but you were saying that like this year, you guys kind of sat down and you were like, okay, uh, let's like basically get, let's go through like kind of crash course, like coaching and like all these areas of your lives that you wanted to like work on. And you're like, let's do it by having people come on our podcast. Yeah. And, just, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did and now that. you're one of those people. 
Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, but no, I. I'm Alexa does funny. like astrology, like no joke. She like honestly, what were we doing? We were gonna um, create our business account, and she's like, well. It's not a good time because one I of the know. planets. No, and I was no, like, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, Mercury cool. was in retrograde. And listen, it was just we were about to form our business legally. And oh, a terrible time for that. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, so, no, I appreciate it. I but appreciate it's, it. But I'm not, not even that like – but like normally with like Mercury retrograde, I'm not even paying that much attention. So I'm just like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like forming our business, like that was like I'm not doing this on a Mercury retrograde. Sorry. Good call. Yeah. Fully support anyway. that. Because because any anything, just like a person, any business is going to have a natal chart, right? So you don't want mm. your business's natal chart to have Mercury in fucking retrograde. Yeah. And fucking retrograde. No, <laughs> I appreciate it. I just, I, I also sometimes like how riled up she gets about it. I got a lot of Southern twang today. Riled up my brain. I don't know. <laughs> in my brain. Let's just keep going. This is honestly uh-huh. the funniest show like on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, so essentially, yeah. So if that's something you're working on, I'd look out between the 7th of October. Also, anyone listening. 7th of October to the 17th of October. Anyone listening? The guy talking as well. Bloody hell. <laughs> call, me, call me on the 10th of October and ask me how things are going. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'd, you know, I'd imagine that, you know, there's going to be a bit of a spotlight swung on that kind of stuff um, mm. around about that time. So if it happens, just take it as an opportunity to... to uh, Bloom. I couldn't think of something that wasn't just like a cheesy like reference to the name of the show. Oh, <laughs> but, to Bloom. Anyway, that's the thing to Bloom, I said, yeah. Yeah. Bloom from within. Uh, anyhow, so also the other thing that happens to Venus in, in Libra season is that she moves into Scorpio on the 8th of October. Uh, and also notably Pluto finally goes direct as well as Saturn on the 4th of October. So this is, we've had this like Venus, um, we will have had, sorry, this Venus in Libra for for a good amount of time, which is all about this balance and harmony and like all that stuff that Ambie's really looking forward to. And then we've got the, <laughs> that's supposed to be a joke, sorry. Uh, then <laughs> someone laugh. Anyway. So We're <laughs> smiling. We're smiling. Hee hee. That was oh, like, Michael, like Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. so, Go ahead. Sorry. I'll, I'm sorry. done. I promise. It's okay. No, don't be done. Don't be done ever, please. Um, so this like balance and harmony that we've been working on uh, while Venus has been in Libra. Then the 8th of October is time when she moves into Scorpio, a time to live, to add a level of depth to relationships. So I think it's really mm. cool to be, it's almost like you get a period of stability uh, from Venus being in, from the 14th of September, Venus being in Libra, this like period of like, okay, balance and stability. Cool. To make sure that everything's like, all good. You've like worked on the on like kind of st- uh, stability that like I said four times now, and then <laughs> we through that kind of confidence from that platform, we can dive into Scorpio, which is about this like depth and like explore like new levels. So like I mean, with like friendship, it could be you know someone you're kind of like oh yeah they're cool, but maybe you take the plunge about um you know you know inviting them out to like a thing to like meet like another group of friends or whatever or Mm. in a relationship it could be like a new level of like intimacy or even just like sexuality you know like try a new thing or you know if you're you know just starting to date someone maybe you like take the take it to the next level to like whatever that means oh yeah from the 8th of october you know (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah or maybe get engaged Uh, oh 
Please let everyone know when that happens. We're all very excited about it. I won't it. tell anyone. You'll never Fucking know. A. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, Alexa. <laughs> you fucking you're fucking broadcast a- your life. <laughs> There's no way. Trust me, you'll know. So fucking sarcastic today. (laughs) Oh my god. She's just gonna be like, oh my face hurts today. (laughs) No big deal. Just kidding. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh better happen before I get a chance. (laughs) Oh shit, right? Michael loves my my partner. (laughs) He's he's a man who crush on my partner. And I think that is the highest compliment. I really do. I appreciate it. The guy has a slamming hottie. What, what well, he's a, he a slamming hottie. I agree. Right? <laughs> got, a, got a stick a ring on that, Alexa. <laughs> Michael, this is a good I'm way trying. for you to get your your heart broken, man. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, he's not so for good. you. <laughs> okay, though. It's all right. You do you, man. Oh, man. It's the kind of advice I need to call. Keep it real. <laughs> <Anyhow>. <laughs> Okay, one more, one more chart. Okay, we just got okay. three, three pink, three pink eyes on it. Three pink eyes. That's a tough day. Three pink eyes. Three. I said three pink guys, but three oh. pink eyes. <laughs> three pink eyes. Oh, I Have you ever eyes. had pink eye? It's terrible. I, I did. Had it at, I had it at camp once. Horrible. This is the second time pink eyes been brought up to me today. It's very weird. If I get pink eye, I'm going to be real upset. But the first Stop time I got brought it. up. The first time I got brought up, breast milk gets rid of it within hours. So if I do get pink, breast milk. What? Yeah, breast milk. I'm so confused. First of all, even if that is true, where the fuck am I just going to go get breast milk? On the black market, obviously. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just a a little breast milk will clear that up (laughs) right away. No That's worries. the witchiest fucking thing I've heard all day. I just <laughs> imagine, I just imagine like going on Facebook, making a blog post. Any new moms? <laughs> who do I know who's a new mom? Just breastfeeding. I have to talk to you. PM. I just need a yeah. fourth of a cup. I don't yeah. even need a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Would you lend okay. your neighbor some breast milk? Please. <laughs> that shit is like gold though like you can't why get my breast, breast milk. milk like yeah what? what do you mean why because there's so many okay now i gotta now i gotta get serious on this shit okay because there's so many like vitamins and ni- minerals in it it's like so wonderful for you that it clears up more than just breast milk like everybody should be drinking breast milk that's just my opinion Everybody should be drinking breast milk. Yes. Well, technically, we are drinking breast milk of like, cows. No, like human breast milk. Like bodybuilders are starting to drink breast milk because what? it repairs because it repairs damage to your muscles uh, after working out. Why is this abnormal? This is a spiritual this fucking podcast. There are a lot of like just, naturopathic people. I can't hilarious. even. This is hilarious. No, I mean, I'm all about, um, I'm thinking of a friend. Oh my episode. God, when you have kids, I can use your breast No, milk. you're That'll not be getting great. my breast milk. <laughs> I or if you if I'm gonna um or I'm gonna put it in the black market for an exorbitant amount so we can all get rich. <laughs> I did not expect the inner bloopers to be like part of the main Well, what an amazing amazing segue. Also, everyone should be drinking breast milk. Should, I expect that to see on the like the some kind of promotional material. Yeah, as a T-shirt. That's a t-shirt. A t-shirt. Oh fuck. Lend your neighbor some breast milk. Yeah. 
Okay, let's fucking get back to this, okay? okay? Can we be professional okay, for this. five fucking minutes, please? <laughs> no. All right, go ahead. Okay, so this, all these pink <laughs> planets. <laughs> the pink planets. Okay, so we've got, uh, this is the last thing, but what we're talking about before is way more fun. But anyway, let's, you're right, let's be professional. So there's, this is another grand trine. You see there's a big blue equilateral <gasps> triangle. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cool, great one. So we've got a grand trine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is it the same... It's a very similar grand trine to the one we had earlier, except this one, it's Venus involved rather than Mercury. So mm. because they are best friends, like I said, they kind of like hang out quite a lot. So Mercury goes out of the kind of grand trine thing before Venus and Venus comes in a bit a bit later. So essentially it's the same. This um, It's within all the water signs. We've got Venus in Scorpio. We've got Pisces in, sorry, Neptune in Pisces. And then the North Node, which is in uh cancer over there so big grand trine again over water so what i really wanted to note to note was um this is right at the end of uh libra season so this is going to be from the 16th to the 23rd of october um and because it's this like grand trine in water it's just a good chance to explore your emotions um and also art as well could be a good time to get creative get some get some artistic expression in there and to really prepare yourself for the scorpio season so kind of what i was saying earlier about um like we're kind of like working on like getting ourselves stable because like libra is about like balance and harmony but also because it's a cardinal sign because it's right at the beginning of like a new season like we were saying at the beginning it's kind of like okay uh you know tidy things up and kind of like you know, like you said before, Alexa, like, get your shit together, you know, mm. sorry, sorry, PS, sorry again, Virgo, uh, but like, you know, but, you know, get our shit together in Libra season, and then Scorpio is going to be, you know, a time to like, get, you know, get acquainted with our shadow, and, uh, you know, do some, you know, get get dark, you know, because, mm. like, and, and taboo, and all that kind of shit. <laughs> uh, dark and taboo and stuff. shit. Right, the real shit. Finally, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, those are the, the main highlights that I wanted to do for for Libra season. So, like I said, I was hoping that it was going to be a little bit more practical in terms of advice, and so I tried to repeat the dates a little bit more. So yeah, uh, how was that? thank you. That was great. Yeah, I, I think like if that. you if you post this in the group and mm-hmm. post those dates with it, like mm-hmm. September twenty eighth, this so it would be great. I love it. Awesome. Get your shit together I, on the 13th. You know, whatever. Whatever the <laughs> Whatever. Was it, was it, was it, that something you took in your notes? Yeah. No, I have a lot of notes. <laughs> I do have Great. a lot of notes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael. We're so happy so to ha- have you back after Virgo season. And Libro season seems – I like this. I like this. I think this it's is so, – It's so good. It's a great one. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Well – um, yeah, it feels good. It feels like a lot of productive things are going to happen this season. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, thank you so much for breaking it down for us, for us plebes who don't understand how to read the charts. <laughs> Would you call <laughs> my, us my, plebes? <laughs> plebes. It's, it's like a plebeian. Like a, isn't that a – no? I'm, I, I'm, I'm still plebe? stuck in Virgo season. Is, is it not pleb? No, it's not pleb. What's a plebe? Maybe I'm such a pleb. I thought it was pleb. What's a plebeian? Plebeian definition. Oh, you're Googling it. Yeah, you can see. If you're watching at home. (laughs) A commoner. (laughs) A commoner. A A member of the lower social classes. But I... But I Can you do me a favor, Alexa? Yeah. Can you click on the the microphone or the speaker that's going to say plebeian to you? (laughs) Oh! 
Shit, I've always thought it was plebeian. Plebe. plebe. Who, who's the plebe now? You, oh, me, shit. Me. Oh, calling her out. I oh. am. All right, stopping this share. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Well, Michael, we love you so much. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? I saw the. So I want, to, so I want to plug a pleep uh, myself first of all. I'd like to thank myself, and uh, no. So yeah, if anyone wants to wants to talk astrology, like just like what Ambie was talking about, like mm-hmm. all this stuff is a general tendency for the whole planet. But if you want to ask if, the, if you've got like some kind of times coming up that you want to like uh, have a closer look at, we can get um, have a get a hold of your natal chart and put these transits on top of them and see like what area of your chart is kind of. Um, like a focus with all these kind of things and how it goes for you. Also tarot as well. If anyone wants to get some insight with, with them cards uh, or Reiki, whatever. Um, but yeah, I've honestly recently I've been connecting with so many uh, bloomers and stuff and you're all okay. the best people in the world. Uh, <laughs> really Yay. awesome. So thanks to also to Alexa and Ambie for basically changing my life in more ways. Oh, you guys you're are so sweet. Shit. Thank you for ch- changing our lives. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that I met you. No joke. Yeah. Cause if she hadn't met you, she would still have that, uh, curse on her or whatever <laughs> that curse. right my god those those Fucking the good thing, old days man. those, were the, those were the good old days those were my good old days <laughs> no that's where it all started man that's when i yeah, yeah. first, that is where it I, all it was started, the first time sure. and i was like hi ambrosia because like i wasn't sure if we were cool enough to call you ambi so we weren't you weren't at that time we but, but you are now ambi. so it's cool uh, actually, check this out. I have an idea, so I'm just going to throw this out there. If anyone, so check this, because um, there's something in astrology called a solar return where we look at like yeah. the chart for like, and we did your solar return, both of you. Did I look at the both of your we solar did. returns? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so basically, we look at like when the sun goes to the exact spot it was when you're born. So basically, it's like your birthday, and it's like a mini chart for that year. So it kind of looks at like focuses, like your area, whatever. So I was like, wouldn't it be cool if any Libra suns, um, if they want to like, <clears throat> excuse me, if they want to, oh my God, it's going to happen again. <clears throat> excuse me. Get your First it was the breathing. Michael. Now the car. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Libra sons, if you want to book a thing with me, I'll tell you what, I'll book a, like one thing with me, whatever. Oh, by the way, for everyone in a bloomer, um, you want to book one hour, $33. If you want to book two, what? 44 and then three hours, 55. So like 33, huge deal. 44, 23, super huge deal. I think that's like great value. And that's um, such yeah. a good value. Yes. Um, but I'm going to go even, even more. So if you're a Libra son and you want to, if you want to book a, a thing with me, let's do your natal chart and then tell you what, like let's do a second hour totally for free. We'll do a solar Whoa. chart as well. Throw that in there. Whoa. So like, we need a sound of effect board that's like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I think it should be a sound effect like, oh, like everyone going like, oh, oh and then going, yeah. yeah. I like that one too. Well, you guys got some homework. Get the soundboard sorted. Yeah. We tried that and be fucked it up. Remember <laughs> I that? Think it's, I think we really need, need it. I'll, I'll download it on my phone so we can use it. Or I'll download one of them on my phone. Um. Michael, but basically, yeah. So if you want to do a, yeah, basically, like do a solar return, throw that in there. Yeah. Whatever else you want to do. How do people contact you for that? Good call. First of all, probably easiest way if you're uh, on Facebook, get in the Inner Bloom podcast group because I'm in there, so you can find me there. 
Uh, you can find my page, which is White Magic with Michael, magic with a CK, and Michael spelt in the silly way that I do in the title of this podcast. And <laughs> uh, also, you can email me. There's a couple of people I I totally forgot. Some people are like way smarter than us and are not on Facebook. So they could email me at michaelboyle at gmail.com. You can email me there uh, awesome. if you are not on Facebook. And that's it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. We'll put your information in the show notes as well. Um, definitely reach out to him. He's awesome, obviously. Um, and let's say thank you to our awesome Patreons, Whitney Kanika, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicolette Pierce, Mamie Abnetter, Maribel Muncie, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kelly M. Bates, Kasha Boschnevitz. Jamie McMahon, Jimmy Edwards, Jamie Purrington, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm C. Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Latiri, Alex Anderson, Donica Haskell, Alicia D'Amico, and Nike. Thank you so much for supporting us, allowing us to do cool things like this with Michael. And, uh, and we love you. Have an amazing Libra season, which is – when does it start again? Oh my God. It starts 23rd of September, right on the equinox. Starts 23rd of September. So it's basically starting in three days. Get ready, people. We love you so much. Bye. 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 If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.